Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Jackie Stewart podcast. I know it's been a while. Um, It's been good. (laughs) I hope you're doing well. I really appreciate you guys um, continuously or yeah, continuously supporting this podcast by listening to episodes like I'm really seeing even on the weeks that I don't post a new publish a new episode. I still see so many people listening to other episodes older episodes and it just really warms my heart to know that even if i take a break here and there um people still find value in other episodes and you know i don't promote it all the time so it really makes my heart happy how meaningful and helpful this podcast has not only been to me but to so many of you so thank you for being here um and yeah But anyways, how are you doing? I hope you had a great um, Thanksgiving celebration, if that's what you celebrate. Um, I hope you're doing well during this interesting time on our planet um, and very interesting full moon and Gemini approaching. Um, like I said in the beginning, I, I am doing well. Things have definitely been interesting over here. Um, I have been very, very focused on my heart, very focused on what's happening in my life. Um, and it's been beautiful. Even the painful moments in between have been beautiful. Um, and to be honest, I don't, I didn't really feel like, ooh, I have this one thing that I really want to talk about and I need to record this episode right now. But there has been something brewing inside of me for definitely a couple of months. And I have kept telling myself, oh, I want to do an episode and I want to do an episode on it. It never felt right. And I can't really say that it feels really right right now. But, you know, I have time right now. I told myself I am going to record this episode and if it flows it flows if not i don't have to i don't have to publish it so um if you've been following me on my social media on my instagram then you know that i've very recently had actually it's not been recent it's not been recent i have just very recently shared it more publicly about some of the changes in values politics and just my own questioning um like questioning things in life so there's been a lot happening and really it's not been recent i have just recently come out with it um and because of that because i have publicly shared a little bit more i have lost a friend um she completely blocked me Um, On all social media sites, she blocked my phone number. So she was a very close friend that I actually, uh, I saw her a couple of times every, no, not every week. Well, that's how we started off. We saw each other a couple of times every single week for the first year and a half or so. Um, And at the beginning of this year, when I really started coming more and more into myself through somatic healing, through nervous system regulation, I started sharing more about myself, my journey, what I've been going through here on my podcast. Like I started this podcast at the beginning of the year, but also on my social media. The more I did that, like the more I really took up this space, um, the weirder or friendship became. 
And just to let you know, like this, this episode is about the friendship wound that I have been carrying for a very long time. And I do feel like I'm coming to close a karmic cycle of this friendship wound. And this is really what I, I want to talk about it, but I'm also still in, in the, in the middle of processing it. So it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of me sharing lessons I've learned and still processing some of the things that honestly, I still don't fully understand. Um, but you know, I'm not going to go knee deep into what's been going on between me and this, this, and this no longer friend, but basically, like I said, ever since I've been sharing more about my journey, about like what's been coming and, you know, because I have taken on this deeper layer of healing, somatic healing, subconscious healing, nervous system healing, of course I'm changing because I, I, I was in survival mode and I no longer am. So of course I'm relating different to the people around me. There's more love, there's more joy, there's more happiness, more ease. Um, and that's not really where my friend was at. So it makes sense that, you know, I'm moving into one direction. She's kind of like staying where she's at and moving a little bit into another direction. And like I said, over the week, over the, over this year, it's just really gotten bad. And there have been many, many times where I felt, you know, she's, I don't want to blame her for everything, but some of the things that have really hurt me is she has withdrawn a lot. She started canceling. Um, she started being super wishy-washy about her plans. She started not texting me back. She started all of these things. And there've been a few times where I reached out trying to have a conversation about it. And she would just always say, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Um, you know, she has experienced a lot of trauma in her, in her life. So there was a part of me that always tried to find excuses why she's behaving the way she is. Um, and there was a part of me that was very, very afraid of losing her because she has been one of the closer friends that I have made since moving to the U S. Um, and when I met her, I was in desperate need of somebody, of somebody a little closer of somebody who, who wanted a little bit more of what I wanted, who I felt like I was not just feeding, but was feeding me. And I really found that in our friendship in the very beginning. So when I realized when I could feel the energy shifting between us, it was super, super hurtful and I was afraid of it. So because of that, I held on, right? I like made these excuses. I was just telling myself, it's okay. It's okay that we see each other less. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, what that has led to is actually really me denying my nature because friendships to me are relationships, like real relationships. I'm a very, what you see is what you get kind of person. I'm very authentic in how I do life and how I relate to others. So naturally I do not have a lot of people in my life. I do not have a lot of friends because whatever doesn't feel authentic, whatever I can, wherever I cannot be my authentic self, I just don't nurture that. However, the few people that come into my life, they are very important to me and I nurture that relationship. I put a lot of effort in it and a lot of love in it, just like I do in my marriage. This is how relation and friendships are to me. I'm not one of these people that can do very casual friendships. Now for the sake of children or my kids and other kids, of course I can have casual 
relationships to have a play date or so. Um, or, you know, I do have a few friends that are actually very meaningful friendships, but we just don't see each other as much. And this is, it's, and that works if this is the frame of the relationship. But the, the relationship that I have with this one friend was different. It started off very close. It started off very, okay, we both really want this friendship to work and we have very similar desires. Um, so let's foster that. And then she pulled away, she pulled away. And all of a sudden it was just me trying to foster something that actually did no longer exist. Um, and even before my friend decided to b block me, um, I had really wrestled with, do I want to continue this friendship or not? Because authenticity is so important to me. I had realized, wow, me inviting her over me asking if we can spend time actually feels very inauthentic to me. All I'm trying to do is I'm, I'm trying to fill this hole that I have based on multiple disappointments from her, but also other friends, because I have to admit, she's not the first friend that blocked me. Um, I think it was a year ago, no, two years ago, I lost another friend who was very close, who I was very close with um, for years. And it, but it no longer felt aligned. So, you know, and, but again, this friend never gave me the opportunity or never gave us the opportunity to have like a breakup, a breakup conversation or just, Hey, I'm seeing that things are really different between us and very misaligned values. Like how can we keep this friendship alive or is it best for us to move in separate directions? And at the beginning of this, this year, I also, it's honestly not a real breakup. It, it's more like a pause. This friend did not block me, but we don't have as much contact anymore. And she was somebody, she was my friend, my best friend that I've known for 26 years. Um, but through my growth and transformation, there were things that no longer aligned and we had to take a break and we're still kind of like in that break, getting back, not getting back. Like it's a back and forth but it feels very organic. It honestly does not feel forced. It doesn't feel inauthentic. And it also doesn't feel like we no longer can be friends. It's just, we have to create more space between us so we can see how we can come back. But as you can see, like over the last few years, there has been a lot of like, a lot of endings and new beginnings and abrupt endings when it came to friends in my life and it's been very hurtful and I don't think I've actually grieved a lot of this like this time around I'm taking a lot of time to grieve like just before I'm recorded recorded this episode I did a somatic practice for grief and so much came up so much sadness and hurt and anger towards not only this recent friend that blocked me but the other friend that blocked me some of the other friends that have been very inauthentic and very wishy-washy over the years. Um, so, but anyways, by making these excuses for this recent friend, I denied this nature of me. I am a very deep person who desires deep relationship relationships. And I cannot, if I, if I deny this, this is, I feel like this is a really good, um, comparison. It's almost like you as a woman, are really desiring this deep relationship with a man, right? Like you want love, you want 
commitment. You want to build something. You want to get married. You want to have kids. But you constantly entertain all of these fuckboys that just want sex and casual situationships, and you tell yourself it's fine. I can deal with that. And honestly, this comparison really came up for me because this is something I dealt with before uh, friendships, my friendship problems years ago, before I met my husband. I deep down desired commitment, desired divine partnership, desired love, desired to be seen and loved and held and chosen. Yet I constantly entertained all of these fuck boys that were emotionally unavailable and, you know, just wanted sex. And in order to maintain this, because I told myself, well, having this is better than nothing, I denied myself this, my truth, my nature of wanting this commitment relationship. And this is the same thing with my friendships. What's been coming up for me? I have entertained these half-ass friendships, right? Because, oh, at least I have a friend that I see every now and then. It may not feel super authentic. I don't feel fed by this relationship, but it's better than no friendship, no friends, right? And when I say no friends, I really mean like in my immediate um, environment here in the U.S. because I have long-term friendships in Germany that are amazing. A couple of friends that have been with me through the ups and downs and that I talk to on a weekly basis, but I'm craving somebody here to see somebody, not just on the phone, but really see them get together, build this, um, almost like a life together as a friend, as a bigger community with our families. Right? So this is what I desire. Yet I'm entertaining these half ass relationships, friendships, because it's better than nothing. And then even before this friend blocked me, I really had to ask myself, well, is it better than nothing? And the hard truth is it's not. Half as friendships for me is not better than nothing. And by half as, I don't mean the women that I see on a monthly basis, um, but where I feel very fed and nurtured by, because I do have a couple of friends that I see sometimes once a month, sometimes every other month. Um, we don't get together a lot, but when we see each other, I feel fed, I feel seen, I feel nurtured and held. I mean, half as friendships where people are wishy-washy, where I don't get my needs met that I'm looking for to be met through friendships, where I can't be honest, where we can't have opposing opinions, where we can't have discussions, where we can't see each other in our depth. That to me is a half as friendship. So that was really hurtful to come to the conclusion that in fact, no, I, I really don't believe that entertaining these half-ass friendships is better than nothing. And, you know, we had planned to spend Thanksgiving together, this friend that cut me off and my family. And I had come to all of this, like all of this had come to my awareness, what I just shared with you. And I shared it with my husband and I said, you know what, if we, if we spend Thanksgiving together, it's going to be very inauthentic and I cannot do this. So I was trying to find a way to tell her that I think it'll be better to not spend Thanksgiving together. But you know, I'm not an, I'm not a bitch. I didn't mean to hurt her. I don't want to make it sound like, Oh, you're the problem because she's not. It's, it's both of us like just growing into separate ways. And I really wanted to have a conversation that will go into this direction. But she, be, before we could have this conversation, I mean, I did tell her that, Thanksgiving was just going to be between me and my family. Um, 
And then she just said, that's fine. And the next step she took was block me on all platforms. So the conversation never happened. Like it, it felt so abrupt. It felt so hurtful. And you know, I don't know what's been going on inside of her because like I said, whenever I tried to have a conversation, she would just tell me everything's fine. And she never confronted me to have a conversation with me. And then, you know, a lot of like things that I started to post on social media of how my views have changed, how basically I, I, I stopped. It's like I was running this race with the hurt and then I stopped and it said, you know what? I don't know that I want to run with this hurt. I don't know that I believe in what this hurt believes in. And to be honest with you, there are many things that I don't believe that the hurt believes in. And when I say hurt, I'm, I'm currently meaning like the liberal side because I live in California. Um, I was easily swept into the crowd of like, this is what we believe and this is who you have to hate. And if you don't, you're going to be canceled. And, you know, if you want to be on the right side of humanity and on the right side of history, you have to go with us. And many of the things that they believe in, I'm just like, to be honest, this is complete bullshit. And I am going to be talking a little bit more in depth about it, but to just give you a brief reference, like, as much as I support um, LGBTQ and transgender people, I do not support gender-affirming care for minors. As much as I support women's rights, right, basic human rights, I do not support hyperfeminism, toxic feminism. I do not support the idea of men ain't shit, we have to hate men, and all of this stuff. Also, I don't support the angle that we've taken to dismantle patriarchy it's it's become no 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 we're going in the completely wrong direction that only pulls us women further out of our feminine into our masculine and i'm not with it i'm not with it and these like these are just a few examples right there's a lot more that honestly i'm blanking on right now um let me think if i can come up oh just like you know language for transgender trans women in my opinion that can be included without the erasure of women for biological women at uh, language for biological women like i'm a woman i want to be considered a woman i'm not a uterus owner i'm not a chest feeder i'm not a birthing person i'm a woman and i want to continue to label, label myself as such because it matters to me it's who i am it's who i want to be it's what i want to be seen I don't want to share my language with trans women. There has to be language for trans women. And I think they can be considered as uterus owners. Or I know that that would be trans men, I think. Yeah. Birthing person, chest feeders. You can, you can call yourself that, but not me. Don't call me that. Right? So those are just a few very brief examples of like, there's so much more nuance and depth to it that if you're interested in discussing it, please reach out to me on Instagram at the.jackiestory. I would love to have a conversation. I would love to break it down a little bit more. I would love to see where you at, right? But anyways, it's so funny to me that the things that I've just mentioned feel so threatening and it feels like such a threat to my life and my safety to, to publicly say that because like I said, where I live, it's like, if you don't agree with us, you're out, you're canceled, you're done. You are a phobic, a racist, everything. 
And if you don't believe in what we say, and then that automatically makes you a conservative or a Republican, and those are the enemies. And coming to like this conclusion of like, okay, if I don't believe in it, it already makes me conservative. Why do I fear being considered a conservative? Is that really bad? No, it's not. Mind you, I don't identify with the right. I don't identify with Republicans. Now, if you, if you consider my values that I've just shared with you conservative, then yes, I am conservative in these regards, but I also have a very, but I also have a lot of liberal, um, values. So, you know, and why is it, why has the right or whatever become, it's just, it's just been crazy. Anyways, I don't want to go too knee deep into that in this episode. It's really about the friendship thing, but I don't know. I can only assume after I started posting that, that that led her to block me because she is one of these people that is full blown with the herd, with the mass screaming, um, and canceling people outright for other beliefs other than the ones that she holds, including her own husband. I mean, I do have to say that. Um, but anyways, so after she blocked me, there was sadness, shock and relief. To be honest, there was a big relief because I was so glad that it was finally over. I had been struggling and wrestling with this of, should I continue this? Should I not? Should I continue for the children or not? Does it really feel authentic or am I tripping? Um, am I the problem or should I, you know, like all of these things I had wrestled with and by her blocking me, there was this full stop. It was this, here's the end. And like I said, I, I felt a lot of relief. But I also felt a lot of sadness. And like I said, I felt very shocked by this abruptness because I had really considered us friends. Um, and it, it hurts to feel like I don't even deserve the decency of a conversation. And this has just been really, really painful. So I am in a deep process of healing this friendship wound, um, not only because of her or the other friend that blocked me or even this this friendship, this long-term friendship that is kind of off in pause right now. But ever since I've moved to the U S it's been very difficult for me to make friends. Um, because I attract people that don't want a friend that need me as their therapist that are trying to suck something out of me that they, they see something in me. They need something from me at 99% of the women that I've met are not feeding me. I do not feel fed by the friendship. I don't feel like they can really see me or understand me. There are layers of me that I can't really show. Um, if I have problems and I'm sharing that with sharing those with them, I don't feel held. I don't feel nurtured. I don't feel like they really understand me in a way that they could give me advice that really matters. And I'm saying all of that with a lot of humility because I don't believe that I'm this great person and people are just not good enough for me. I truly do not understand why I'm attracting people like this. Um, I know that a, a part of being friends with me is that I do have a lot of space for my friends to process their own stuff, to come to me for advice, to be nurtured by me. This is just who I am as a friend. And this is part of our friendship. However, I do need that too. 
right? I understand that not my husband, not my friends, nobody but me is really like I have to give myself what I need. And there are certain things that I'm desiring from certain relationships. To me, that just makes complete sense. But it has been years. I mean, I'm going on seven years um, in January of living in the U.S. It has been years of the cycle of repeating um, the cycle that I've been repeating of attracting people and women in my life, friends, that are very one-sided relationships. And with this full moon on Gemini, like a lot of that has come up, right? Like through her, her blocking me, but also just what's been brewing inside of me. I know I'm releasing a lot of it. And I am at a point where I am telling myself, I would rather not have any friend than all of these half ass friends. So I'm no longer entertaining them. And also to honestly trust myself that if something doesn't feel aligned, if the energy is not there, to cut it off right from the beginning, not to tell myself, well, maybe you should try again. Maybe you should meet again because maybe there's something more and maybe you're just being too um, needy or too picky with your friends. Like all of these things is... Some of, those are some of the things I've been telling myself, which has kept me in this loop of like half as friendships. And again, when I compared it to men and whom I, who I was dating in the past and how I have and how I have entertained these half as situationships, it became crystal clear to me that I'm repeating a cycle, something very similar. So to be honest, this is what I have for today. This is where I'm at. This is what's going on inside of me, which has been very dominant. Other areas of my life are beautiful. Like my marriage is just blossoming and becoming better by the day. Um, I'm so in love with my children and I'm able to spend so much more time with them because I have dealt with all of the feelings and I'm constantly dealing with them. Doesn't mean I don't, I don't need breaks because fuck, I sure do. Um, and I just feel so good where I'm at in life, which is literally in a very still, slow, boring, mundane face. And I absolutely love it. Like I've, I've said that on my Instagram too. I'm not desiring. I'm not anticipating. I'm not looking for something bigger, better coming. I'm just here. And I love every moment of it. And it's truly so boring and so mundane, but it feels amazing. It's so blissful because I have dealt with the density of the boringness, of the staleness, the discomfort of it. And now my capacity has grown to really embrace it. So a lot of beautiful things are happening. So much goodness in my life. Always looking for the good things. Always looking at what's working. Very grateful for where I'm at. And I'm dealing with healing the friendship wounds. So I can really call in my tribe. And also just heal some things that I've not dealt with in the past. Anyways, I hope that some of this resonated with you. As always, I would love to hear what resonated with you. Feel free to um, share with me on my social media at Stewart. Give me a follow. Send me a, a message. Um, be sure to like and subscribe to my show. Um, to like this episode, maybe leave a comment on the platform that you're listening to. I would deeply, deeply appreciate it and share it with other people that you think can really benefit from this. Well, thank you so much for listening. I see you next time.